Welcome back to episode five now of our NFL episodes here on the K Sports Podcast. I am one of your two hosts, Marco Injury, and I'm here with co-host Samson Kimani. What's going on, Samson? Sunny day here in Kirkwood and ready to fire off another podcast. Get another episode going. Yeah, unfortunately, this is Friday the day that we're recording this, so we did miss the Chiefs-Broncos game last night. We'll kind of touch up on that. Why not? Um, unfortunately, my Broncos lost, and Samson's beloved Chiefs took home the W. You know, but also, but took not home really, an L. not really. Also took home an L and Patrick Mahomes, which we'll get into. But for now, let's get into the intro music. All right, so starting off with the Jalen Ramsey trade. Before we get back into that Broncos Chiefs game yep, yep, and that yep. whole dislocated knee. Um, Jalen Ramsey traded to the Rams all of a sudden. I mean, not really all of a sudden, but kind of because the owner was coming out saying that he wasn't going to trade him. And then, lo and behold, we see this trade. Rams now don't have a pick for the next five years from 2017 to 2021. A first-round pick, excuse yeah. me. Um, so Jalen Ramsey just adds to that incredible Rams defense. I mean, yeah, the Rams did get rid of Marcus Peters later. Right. Uh, traded him to the Ravens uh, for a player and a pick. But yeah, Jalen Ramsey was weird uh, that he was traded, especially since the owner came out and said, oh, he'll be playing. He'll right. be part of the team, even though he didn't play against the Saints. So we'll have to see um, if Jalen Ramsey can improve that Rams defense because that secondary definitely needed help. Uh, they didn't look nearly as strong as last year, especially with uh, the huge loss last week. So we'll have to see if Jalen Ramsey can change that culture because their line is still yeah. good. They still got Aaron Donald up front. He's still pushing, making Dante pressure Fowler, up there. linebacker. Clay Matthews, too. Eric Weddle, yeah. Yep. It's just they need help in but that secondary. I don't know if Jalen Ramsey's the guy. I would say he's arguably the best cornerback in the league this year because he hasn't really outperformed a lot of other guys. Um and the numbers aren't really there this year. But he's still, I mean, like I said, arguably the best corner in the league this year because he's yeah. still like 24 years old. Uh, he just hasn't had an incredible year yet. But, I mean, I don't think Jalen Ramsey's really the guy to turn this Rams team around. It's not like they really need turning around. I think they're 3-2. and two. They're 3-3 and three right three now. 3-3. and three. That's, Yeah, that's right. 3-3. Three and three. And I don't think the defense is really an issue. I mean, yeah, they take out Marcus Peters for Jalen Ramsey. They, they up the defense a little bit um, because Marcus Peters was still a top-ten cornerback in the league, I'd say. But I think Jared Goff's the issue over in, in Los Angeles. I just yeah. we, we we've bashed on him quite a few times. We don't believe in his contract, this and that. And what we'll, 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 we can get into that. The yep. 49ers hold him to hold Jared Goff to only 78 pass yards exactly. in the entire game, zero pass <laughs> touchdowns. And keep in mind that the Rams had no Todd Gurley, so I figured this would probably be another 50 pass game from Jared Goff. I don't know exactly how many passes he threw, but I figured probably a 400 plus yard game. Yep. Um, uh, at least a couple of touchdowns with no Todd Gurley, but no, they were just outperformed by the Niners. And, and I would say that the Niners are legit, 5-0 and now, first time since 1990, Niners looking good. And this was a real shocker of how few yards Goff threw. I uh, went back into the stats and tried to look, when was the last time Goff threw for under – uh, 100 yards. Last time was in the Pro Bowl in 2017, but in a real game, it was 2016, his rookie year, and that was against, again, the 49ers against Kaepernick and Chip Kelly, guys who are long gone right now. So this was a really weird game for the Rams, and especially looking at how many uh, few pass attempts he took, uh, he had only 20, he had 24 pass yeah, attempts Yeah, see, I was going to say probably game. through 50. But. So... 
it was and the last time he did that was like last year so this is very weird uh maybe sean mcveigh is not trusting him as much mm-hmm. as the last couple of weeks he hasn't done yeah. as much but it obviously wasn't working so i think the rams right now have a identity crisis they need to figure out what kind of team are they going to be moving forward without their mvp level player in todd Gurley in the backfield so we'll have to see especially against now a tougher division with the Seahawks playing well, the 49ers coming out of nowhere. I mean, Garoppolo, I still don't trust him. He did have no touchdowns. He had 243 yards, one interception. Um, I mean, he averaged about 53.4 QBR. It's I mean, mostly the defense. But it's mostly the defense. So we'll have to see what the, he does. And I'll, I'll hit you with do. some – you know I love my stats. I'll hit you with some Niner stats here in a second right. about that defense and the main reason why they're undefeated still. But, yeah, Jared Goff is – and here's some, some more stats going back to Jared Goff. He's thrown seven touchdowns and seven interceptions through these first six games this year. That's atrocious, especially yeah. when you're given $110 million guaranteed. We can keep going back to that contract because it obviously reflects on your play. But over to the Niners' defense, so far this season, number one in pass yards per game, number one in rushing touchdowns, which I guess is, uh, yeah, this is this is defensive stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two in yards per game, number two in passer rating, number two in first downs per game, and number two in points per game. Yep. So, up there in all those categories is, is huge, and it obviously shows Nick Bosa, yep. D. Ford, Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. They walked all over the Browns, and they come in in what was, in my opinion, a statement game versus the Rams. Yep. Same division. Division a team rival. that is, is confusing, mm-hmm. again, because we don't know how consistent the defense is going to be. They make it to the Super Bowl last year, and then they don't perform whatsoever. Yep. And then again, Jared Goff getting such a big contract and playing like butt, and Todd Gurley with the injury issues. It's just it's so confusing, it and now they're five hundred for the first time in God knows how long. Because last year, if we remember, they started off the season six and zero. Yep, they were like eleven and one at one point. So I mean, it, it, this Rams team's confusing. Yeah, they had Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if it's going to do much. It'll help, obviously, come playoff time, but I don't know how much it's going to do for him. So, totally just clicked out of my notes here. So, I don't know. let's go over to some more MVP talk, All right. Samson, if you don't mind. Let's listen because it's it's heating up. Let's. Talk With Pat Mahomes it. getting this injury, Russell Wilson still hasn't thrown an interception. Deshaun Watson comes out on top of the Chiefs, which was last That's week. That's true. But is Deshaun Watson, and I'm going to ask you, Samson, because you're a Pat Mahomes guy, is Deshaun Watson ahead of Pat Mahomes in the MVP race currently? Uh, I think uh, Deshaun Watson right now is ahead of him because uh, the Mahomes, first of all, is injured. So his stats uh, over the last couple weeks have gone down. And right now it's looking like he'll be out for a couple oh, he's of weeks. Good defenses so that does hurt. But yeah. Uh, yeah. The, and also, the but the Texans have finally started protecting Watson. He hasn't been sacked, I think, in the last three weeks or last two weeks at the very least. So right now he's playing like a superstar, uh, 280 yards, one touchdown. He had two. He did have two interceptions, but he's now using his legs, 42 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. So I think Watson right now, he doesn't have a running game. I mean, Lamar Miller, I think, is out, so they don't have much of a running game. He has to throw to pretty good wide receivers, but I think he's carrying that team mostly. Their defense is pretty good, such that they could make a deep uh, playoff run, but I think their team mostly relies on Watson making plays out there, which he is doing. And so it'll be interesting to see, especially since um, that, uh, especially since uh, Watson is healthy. They're looking great right now. They have a pretty weak division. Uh, I think they'll definitely... Aside from the Colts. Aside from the Colts. Um, but we'll have to see if the Colts can continue to be consistent. Right, and this week the Texans-Colts brisk. actually face off yeah. in Indianapolis, so it'll be It'll an be interesting a good game. test. Uh, but And I agree. I think 
currently we can say that Deshaun Watson is ahead of Pat Mahomes, and I think solely for the reason that I, I, I think that they've had similar seasons, but that, that Chiefs-Texans game where you know Watson ended up coming out on top, I think just really solidified him above Pat Mahomes currently yep. in my MVP race. And then now Mahomes out these next four to six weeks. I don't know if you saw that. Yep. It was saying at least two weeks. Now they're saying four to six weeks with his dislocated knee. I think the main thing they're looking at is if the – uh, Patello, if it was low dislocated, if they when they slid it back in, it went into perfect position. Then it's only three to four weeks. If it wasn't, then yeah, it'd be more like four to six weeks, yeah. and then they would eventually need a surgery in the off season. They were they were so. saying that there was no major damage, but there was still some things, and that four to six weeks is what they're aiming for. Yeah. But still talking about this MVP stuff, Russell Wilson, like I said, still hasn't thrown an interception all year. I think I think he's thrown fourteen touchdowns through these first six games. 100-plus QBR in every game this season. He's got 101 QBR. Uh, went under pressure, which is leading the league. It's like 20 ahead of second place, mm-hmm. who I believe is Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah. So Russell Wilson's absolutely killing it. He's probably my favorite for MVP. Like I said uh, in the last podcast, I believe it's a quarterback league. I don't think McCaffrey's going to be able to win it. Yeah, Being at 680-plus total <clears throat> yards, uh, which is phenomenal, coming off this bye week. Um, or this is his bye week. Uh, but I think Russell Wilson will probably take the cake so far and, if the season ended today. And I could see uh, the argument being made for him as he pretty much doesn't have that doesn't have the quality of weapons that uh, Watson has because Watson does have Hopkins, a top five wide receiver, and fast other other faster wide receivers will like Fuller will had Fuller. a phenomenal game exactly. Yeah. Um, and he did have he did add another great piece to his MVP case with his last win against the Browns on the road back coming back from 20 to six. So um, I think that in the, in this game, he had 295 yards, two touchdowns averaging 8.9 per uh, 8.9 yards per pass. So he is right now on fire too. I think it will be a close race between them two, but mostly whoever keeps it up till the end of the season, I think wins it. And right now I think Watson will because he just has better structure he has uh, his team has a better defense, so I think his team will just look better, and it will be easier to give him the MVP. The Cowboys lose to the Jets unexpectedly. Tough. I did say in the last podcast, if you haven't heard it, I had a hunch, I had a feeling the Jets would take it. Samson, you know, hey. I had a little feeling. I did end up predicting the Cowboys just because I wanted to play it safe, but I had a feeling Jets came out on top. Is it finally time to move on from Jason Garrett? It might be. I think that maybe if they lose this week. Who they play? Uh, let's see, the Eagles, mm-hmm. which is a division rival. I'm I'm going with the Eagles. We can get in predictions later. I think maybe if they lose this week and they drop to what three and four with yeah. them, below five hundred, it might be time. Jason Garrett's been anything or has been nothing but average mm-hmm. through his tenure in in Dallas. I think it, it should it should have been time to move on from Jason Garrett a couple years ago. In my opinion, I thought it was going to end yeah. around the Tony Romo era and and end of his era. Um, in in Dallas, but Jerry Jones loves him. But I think it's probably time to finally move on. And the Cowboys have won three division or the have won the division three times out of Jason Garrett's nine years as head coach, but lost in the divisional round all three times. So again, Garrett's been nothing but average. They went eight and eight for like four years out of the nine years. It's it's just gross. I think they and, need to get rid of him. And Garrett doesn't have any excuses. I mean, Elliott still did his thing, 105 yards, one touchdown. It was his best game since week three. So they should have won this game. Um, but I got a better take. Don't sleep on the Jets, okay? This Cowboys defense secondary was pretty good. I mean, you were you loved this defense. That they only have allowed five touchdowns uh, this whole season, 
and two of them was against this team. With Darnold back, he had 388 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And these wide receivers, Robbie Anderson finally hitting him. One, finally hitting him. Finally Robbie hitting Anderson's him. Robbie Anderson's the guy. 125 sure. yards, one wow. touchdown, averaging told you. 25 yards a reception. I told That's you. order of the field. I told you about Robbie Anderson. They also got Jamison Crowder. Demarius Thomas, your old number one yeah, wide but receiver. Yeah, he had like three receptions and for like 60 yards. And Ty Montgomery. Yeah, but I'm saying that this might be the most underrated wide receiving core. They yeah. got number one wide receivers everywhere. They might be a little old, but they're well, still gold. Robbie so. Anderson's only the number one guy because he has been in New York for the past few years. If it was, if he was a rookie, he, pro- he wouldn't be the number one guy. It'd be Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas is getting old. He's not so much of a number one guy anymore, but... On a team like New York, he could be. And all James these and guys Crowder. all have talent. I think they yeah. could, if they get with Darnold, yes. it's going to be tough to cover this team because there's so many weapons. And not to forget even Le'Veon Bell, who can give you a reliable yeah. rushing game. So I think they could continue to upset a couple teams if Darnold can stay healthy. Yeah, and again, I'm not very big on Sam Darnold. Okay. Sure, he had a big game. Sure, he goes in and beats all the right. Cowboys. And if you ask any Cowboys fan real quick, you know, what is the problem in Dallas? Anytime you talk about the Cowboys playing bad, Cowboys fans just get so upset. They just they come up with excuses for everything. So what's the problem, Dallas? I'm telling you it's Jason Garrett, all right? I mean, Dak Prescott has been a little slow coming off after these first three weeks where he looked like an MVP candidate, and now it's been a little slow. It's been a little rough. Zeke's playing fine. The defense is playing fine. There doesn't There's no real problem yeah. on the field other than Jason Garrett, the head coach. So I just wanted to say that because if you are a Cowboys fan and you're listening, What's the problem? It's Jason Garrett, I bet. So, right. so back to on. back to what was I what was I saying? You were about talking about Sam Darnold. Oh, yep. Sam Darnold. How yeah, great he, he quarterback had a solid he game. Is. He had a solid 15. game. Uh, it wasn't a top fifteen performance in my opinion. I mean, okay. it's it's kind of obvious. It wasn't a great all game right. by all means. What? But I mean, okay. What does he do wrong? What in your eyes there, makes he Sam doesn't Donald have, I mean, not that good of a the numbers, and he just doesn't have that. The numbers three hundred and eighty eight yards. What do you mean two touchdowns and maybe one interception? But that's still decent numbers. That's okay. That's one game. Okay. I'm talking about career. He's only numbers played first two season. games this season, yeah, sure. This season. But he played a whole rookie season. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going he's off of, is, is him as a player right now. Tom Brady, you can't talk about his career because he's he's 500 years old, so you need to talk about his 500 I mean, that's true. I didn't birthday. say he was better than Brady. No, I, I never said that. Oh, okay. I was just saying when we talk about like Tom Brady, you can't yeah. talk about his career because he's so old. But when we talk about Sam Darnold, who's played a year and two games, we're obviously going to talk about his entire career. Cause... I'm just saying so I'm looking the at his career numbers so far and that he's utilizing his weapons, yeah. unlike uh, Mayfield, right now I'd take Darnold over Mayfield. Yeah, probably because Mayfield's absolutely it. terrible, which we can get into. I mean, what happened to Baker Mayfield, all right? Who 11 knows? interceptions in the team's first six games is most since 1984. 32nd ranked QBR. Should the Browns panic? They're 2-4 and four going into the bye week. Is it time for the Browns to panic? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Baker looks like butt. The head coach doesn't know what he's doing. Their receiving core leads the league in drop pass percentage mm-hmm. at 18%, which coming into the season, they were like the like a top three ranked receiving core with yeah. obviously Odell, Jarvis, um, who's the tight end, Ninjoku. Ninjoku is um, And then obviously sure. Baker Mayfield throwing to him after a, a, obviously above average. Yeah. I don't want to say incredible, but it was, it was a good rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the defense looks solid. I mean, they got uh, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward on there. Um, uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, obviously. Who's still having a good year? So really, the defense. I mean, they're letting they're letting him kind of pass all over him. Miles Garrett's still getting to the quarterback. I think yeah. he has. I think he has maybe like eight sacks or he's something. Been, he's been still consistent. But um. should the Browns panic? 
I don't think so. It's their first year with their new guys, with this new coach. Baker's still so young. I think Austin, an, another Kirkwood Student Productions member, uh, for those of you listening yeah. that don't know Austin, he uh, was saying that, I totally just lost my train of thought, of course, or he was saying that maybe they should trade Baker, which I think, slow, slow your roll. Yeah. I'd, slow your roll a little they, bit. Maybe it'll give him a little bit. It's time. Baker's second year. It's tech, He's only technically played like a year's full of games because yeah. last year he didn't even start like the first seven, I think. I think that maybe we slow a roll in the Browns. Yeah, we had a lot of high hopes, and obviously the Browns did as well. And Baker coming into the year was super excited to have Odell as one of his receivers. Mm-hmm. But, again, Baker's still super young. A lot of that team's still super young. Yeah. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, two guys we named on the defense, are both under 24. Odell is 26. Yeah. Jarvis is they still got time, yep. I mean, Nujoke is still young, too. Nick Chubb is a rookie or second year. Yeah. And I think they need to start uh, putting in an offense like the Rams because I think they're making Mayfield throw – um, way too difficult of throws. He can't hit those windows. Right I, now, he leads the league at 11 interceptions, and he had three in this game, which, I mean, that's surprising considering Winston and his interceptions, which I do want to talk about. Um, but Mayfield, right now, they're, they have a good running back in Nick Chubb. He's right now, again, oh, I had a great game, 122 yards, two touchdowns. So I think they need to start at least – incorporating the run game more often and doing more play action, maybe have him have more step – Drop, step back. That I'm right now stumbling over. But right now, I think they do need to um, put some pressure off for Mayfield. Let it do some more play actions. Run the ball more often because right now Nick Chubb is running well. The coaches, yeah, Nick Chubb is playing really well. And they'll have Kareem Hump back soon. True. The coaches aren't really putting the pressure on Baker. I feel like it's more that offensive line. He's being pressured nearly as much as Russell Wilson is, but Russell Wilson's different. He again thrives under pressure. He's got 101 QBR under pressure. He, I never see him not scrambling. He makes mm-hmm. throws on the run. Baker, on the other hand, he once he gets out of the pocket, he's afraid. Yep. He throws He throws it. It's a bullet pass every time when he's out of the pocket. It, it's a bad pass. Again, three interceptions the last game, 11 interceptions through six games. Yeah. He's, he's just, the offensive line isn't holding up enough. They did trade their starting left guard in that Odell trade, so they lose him. That's big. But really, I just think it's the offensive line. I think maybe this offseason they figure something out. I think that... Last year, they had two bad offensive linemen, which you can work with three good offensive linemen, two bad ones. But this year, they have three bad offensive linemen, two good ones, which you can't work with because there's there's five total. All right, when you got three bad, two good, it's probably not going to work out. And we're seeing it. Baker's under pressure too much. 32nd-ranked QBR. That's absolutely terrible. That's tough. So I think we slow down. Browns are young. They're upcoming. Two and four doesn't look good. They're probably not playoff hopefuls. Probably definitely not going to win the division, in my opinion. It's it's going to probably the Ravens. Steelers have a shot. They're looking like, but yeah, the Browns are, are probably due to this yeah. season, especially compared to the expectations going in. But you should look at just a, don't panic. But don't should panic. we panic on Winston after this last game of having four interceptions or five interceptions, four hundred yards, one touchdown, and one fumble? And I think with Winston right now, he keeps flip flopping. Like he he'll, he'll have like a two three hundred touchdown game, three hundred mm-hmm. yards. And then he'll have this horrible game, and it's not the first time he's done it. His fifth four four turnover game, in his and no one else has had two or more in this time span. So he's right now like it's a really a roller coaster with him. And so I don't know if they should trade him. I think they should hang in there. I I still believe there's hope for Winston, especially after a couple good wins this year. I, I think there is hope for him. I'm surprised you're saying that because I, I was just going to say we spoke too soon on Jameis Winston. We, all we did was bash on him in the early uh, episodes. That's true. And now you have hope for him. Again, 
five interceptions. That's I tough. don't know if I have a hope for a guy who throws five interceptions in one game. I know he threw about 50 passes. I mean, it was 40-plus, I mm-hmm. want to say. Uh, he threw for 400 yards, but yeah, again, you throw for 40 passes, 50 passes, you better throw for 400 yards. Mm-hmm. But again, five interceptions. I don't really have a lot of hope. And I wanted to tie that into Mariota because, again, same draft class, yep. I believe. And they come up a lot together in talks, obviously. And just they, as they just those, benched him this past week for right. Tano. So Mariota throws for 63 yards and two picks against the Broncos last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets benched by Ryan Tannehill. And now this Sunday, uh, Mariota will be sitting on the bench. So what's up? Wow. Mariota, Winston, they can't get it together. Interceptions left and right. That's Mariota tough. with the injuries. The O-line in, in Tennessee can't hold up. I mean, it's bound to be a similar situation like in Pittsburgh. Uh, over there in Tennessee. But Winston does have more talent, I feel like, than Mariota. Especially like Mariota's a bit more of a system quarterback. While Winston yeah. tends to make more plays on the run, it's just I think he just needs someone who can teach him when to like when to throw it away. Like You don't mm-hmm. always have to make right. a play. And like you said, Winston's had a couple of good games. Mariota hasn't done anything yeah. for his team really this year. I think the first game of the year, Derek Henry had a good game. Mariota may have had a pretty solid game. But since then, uh, when they pummeled the Browns like 43-16 or whatever. Yep. But since then, it's just been a rough ride. And so Should maybe s- maybe they turn to Cam Newton. Maybe. Cam segue. Newton. Great segue. <laughs> Cam Newton more might not talk. get the job, in, the, the starting job back. So Kyle Allen, I wouldn't say is, is better, and I don't think anyone would say Kyle Allen's better than Cam Newton, but they are winning. And you yeah. did say last podcast, I want to give you some credit. If it, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. Fix and I'm, it, I'm big on that, too. If Kyle Allen's making it work, and I, I did say this, mm-hmm. that Christian McCaffrey running the ball, mm-hmm. being the main focus, being the focal point, letting him run that offense exactly. is the way to win games because when the, Cam Newton was trying to do it, he was thrown for over 300 pass yep. yards. It's good. He wasn't thrown for any touchdown passes. If he was, it was to Christian McCaffrey, of course. Yeah. And when he was throwing that 25, 30-plus passes a game, he was thrown for a couple interceptions. Mm-hmm. It wasn't working out. They weren't given as many yeah. touches as they showed to McCaffrey. And as long as McCaffrey can stay healthy, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Let Kyle Allen do his thing, run that offense through McCaffrey. So Cam Newton, possible homes. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, we'll start off with because Mariota played like trash. He's been in the league four or five years now. Yeah. It's time to finally figure it out. All right, and if it ain't working, okay, yeah. we'll get you out of there. Ryan but Tannehill I, isn't going to be the guy. I'll tell you that right that's now. That's true. So maybe Cam Newton goes to Tennessee. What do you think about Tennessee? I don't, I don't like Tennessee too much because, at least from the point, I feel like Cam Newton wouldn't fit best there because that offense is mostly designed to work with quarterbacks more like Jared Goff and like those guys or Mayfield. Who well, can, I figured maybe Tennessee like would be not, good because Mariota played there. That's Cam true. Cam Newton's kind of a similar version of Mariota. But Mariota doesn't rush as much. He's not as much as a running quarterback. Well, I feel like he runs a and lot so, more than Cam Newton. I, don't, I haven't checked the numbers, but Mariota, I feel like, runs a lot more than Newton. Uh, I I think Mary. I don't think he runs as much as Newton. Well, Newton he might not be able to more, because that oh, pocket my, collapses on that's within true. 1.5 seconds. That's every true. Time. If I was Newton, I'd hate to go there. But yeah. honestly, and team, the in- injuries that Newton holds true. on to, it oh, would be rough. But a team care. I would want him to see him at is the Bears. Okay, because the Bears are one quarterback away from mm. making some real noise. Their defense is still top five. They still got some good weapons on offense with Ty Cohen, um, and I think those wide receivers do have hope. And so I, I do think that um, Cam Newton up there, it might be a bit cold for him, but I think he'll survive. And if they if he can make it happen, and he's used to being Superman. I mean, so he's used to carrying an offense right. like that. So he, he doesn't need that many weapons around him. Uh, so I think that he'll be fine in that offense. And if that defense backs him up, they could make some noise and yeah. really cause trouble. I also wanted to bring up Chicago because Cam Newton, yeah, I mean, 
maybe aside from the Super Bowl year, he hasn't ever had a, yep. a defense, and, and obviously not a defense like this right yep. now in Chicago with Khalil Mack, Eddie Jackson, mm-hmm. Kyle Fuller, all those weapons, and top five at least defense yep. in the league. So I feel like if Cam Newton's healthy, he goes to Chicago, he is the guy on offense, I feel like he's going to thrive. Hopefully mm-hmm. he can have a similar situation to his MVP year. I don't know so much about that because all these injuries that he's that he's held on to after that, uh, after that year. But Chicago would be a good home. Again, like you said, he loves being Superman. He loves being the guy. Yep. He would be the focal point on offense. It'd be a good fit, I believe. Denver. Joe Flacco. Uh, we can talk about last night. That's true. Um, uh, while recording this, last night the Broncos Chiefs played, like I mentioned. Joe Flacco, I mean, yes, the, the pocket collapsed a whole lot. Garrett Bowles can't That's stop true. holding on the left side of the line. And, and it's looking rough for the offense. They did, they did look really good against the Titans. I mean, it was the first time you guys shut out a team since 2017 against the Jets. Wow. So I think you guys that do. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, you guys, your defense is finally showing up. And I think you might not need to trade for a quarterback right now because you're not really trying to win anything. Right, right. Which I don't think we will, new- but it'd be a good home, I would say. Yeah. And Cam Newton goes over there. And again, he's kind of in a similar situation. He would be the hero. Mm-hmm. Now with Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton, Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders, um, and then a solid Your defense. Number one wide receiver. Yeah, Corlin Corlin Sutton. Yes, I know, but still, <laughs> he would be a number two receiver anywhere uh, else. Uh, I don't know about that. And the Broncos' defense isn't terrible, I would think. I mean, yep. again, Titans. We shut them out. Mm-hmm. We 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 shut snagged. down Derrick Henry. Only had twenty eight yards for fifteen yeah, carries. We we snagged mm-hmm. what three interceptions and seven, seven sacks. sacks. Yep. And unfortunately, Bradley Chubb couldn't be yeah, any of them. But you know, it is what it is. Tier. But I mean, I feel like coming with rival over in Denver, the team who beat him in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be kind of a homecoming in a way but not really mm-hmm. uh so denver chicago tennessee and maybe cincinnati maybe cincinnati okay. this is on the bottom this of my list is, no but I, i'm not even putting this on this the is list. why i want to say cincinnati what it wasn't marvin lewis we know that now because it's andy dalton in cincinnati all right cincinnati is going to be too cold for cam newton they have terrible food they're notoriously known for terrible food in cincinnati they have nothing going they have no defense really? they're really known they're, for they're notoriously known I for having know absolutely that. terrible food i did not know that. and just cold every time i visit crap. there they have decent just food. just just bad cincinnati is just it's uh, a cool name i like the names of words cincinnati That's yeah but i mean you go there and you're like, like oh the name's better the name is better than the city <laughs> itself okay so cam newton goes to cincinnati it's probably not going to be a great fit he's not going to thrive because he Rookie doesn't have coach. a whole yeah, he'll have he'll have Tyler Boyd. He'll have uh, AJ Green possibly. Willie, Willie. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Possibly <laughs> he'll have Joe Mixon, Giovanni mm-hmm. Bernard. But again, no defense to mm-hmm. back him up. But he's used to that. And 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 I don't know. I mean, he's always I guess had a solid defense. Luke Keekley. He had Josh Norman back when he was in his prime. That's true. Thomas Davis Senior. Thomas he was Davis back when he was a little bit prime. younger. Back yeah. in you know a few years back. Uh, he's had, he's had a solid defense. Nothing crazy though. But. Cincinnati at the bottom of my list, but Pat, Ma- Pat McAfee was talking about Cincinnati being a possible it's, one because nah, Andy man. Dalton's the issue in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't Marvin Lewis. But right now, the Bengals are kind of like the Cavs in basketball where they're tanking and they don't have hope. With the Dolphins, they're at least getting picks. They can trade their young guys. You know, they're trying to bring in young guys. With the, the Bengals, they're just running out whoever's out there and just getting L's with no point in it. It's not even tanking. It's just losing. And it's rough because you have a rookie coach. You got Andy Dalton, who we've been known what he what he puts up, like one playoff loss if he gets there. That's his ceiling so far. You have a decent guy in Joe Mixon, but his career is getting wasted right now. I mean, he he's right now probably a decent running back, like maybe top 20, top 30. I mean, he's getting it done, but 
without AJ Green there, who if I were him, I'd be demanding a trade because I don't want my years wasted just being at the bottom of division and a tough division at that. I mean, the Steelers are probably the best one and four, two and five team in a long time. They got decent talent on there. Not talking about the Browns, who are yeah, we've talked about how badly they are, but they still got talent on that roster. And Lamar Jackson, who I do want to talk about because he just had he just put his name in the record books this last week with 150 rushing yards and 200 passing yards. So that division is ridiculously talented. So if I were the Bengals, I'd honestly be so sad if I'm a Bengals fan right now because you it's haven't even rough. won a game and there's no hope. Yeah, there's no hope at the end of the tunnel. So. Sticking with the Steelers, I see that they're starting to turn things around. That's they're on true, their Mason. second straight win. I wish Mason Rudolph was And there. their defense is legit. I'm not going to lie to you. That's Back true. when you said they were a top three defense, I didn't mm-hmm. believe you. Uh-huh. Uh, but you also uh-huh. were talking about the first three games they were a top three defense, which was just, that okay. was blasphemous. Hey, I believe but now them. their defense is legit. Mm-hmm. Now, now if we were doing it. predictions on their defense, mm-hmm. you were correct. But you were talking about those first okay. few games okay. when they were terrible. Absolutely. But, okay, terrible. but this team, but they're this, starting to turn things around. This game mostly showed Mike Tomlin and him changing the game plan to work for his team, especially with Mason Rudolph out. James Carter, Connor looked like a star this game. He had 119 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns, and um, De- Delvin Hodges, the ro- backup, he played decently, 75% completion. I mean, he made the throws. He knew what, and the one throw, his one interception, was a really deep throw that he probably shouldn't have taken. But all the rest of them were good throws. He didn't go out of his bounds. I mean, that's what you want from a good backup who's not going to mess up and just gets you the win against a team of, like the Chargers who are fully healthy. Like, they don't mm-hmm. ha- they can't make up excuses like they usually do because usually they are injured. And poor and, Chargers uh, on fans the road. and Chargers. It was, it was a home game. That's in true. Los Angeles for the Steelers. I believe there, if I were to guess, there were more Pittsburgh fans over there, which is crazy because that's <laughs> that from crazy. East Coast to West Coast like that. Yep. I think they said 2,500 miles. Like a lot of That's insane to be that many, to have that many fans over there. But Steelers, yeah, they're turning things around. They're looking hot. They're looking like they're going to end up second in the division unless the Ravens really start to really keep this decline because going back to the yep. Bengals, they only lose by six to the Ravens yep. last week. Um, I do have a confession to make. What's up? I, I got to eat my words. Juju Smith-Schuster is underperforming. On yes, he is. <sighs> he is. I, 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 I want to eat my I, words, I, too. I, I had so much hope for my man. I was, I was saying top five wide Only receiver. two touchdowns after six games, and this man's got six or more targets a game. Mm-hmm. And he's not he's not playing that way. now he has had rough quarterback play, but you got if you're having six or more targets a game, you gotta do something with that. Mm-hmm. And you're the only main wide receiver on that team. Main the mo- pretty much the only elite weapon besides maybe Connor. So I I gotta say, I was wrong on this one. I thought Juju would blossom. Maybe if Mason Rudolph was healthier, he would probably do better, or Ben Roethlisberger for that matter. I think Juju's uh, just not very good at adapting. Exactly. I think that he's just he's so young yet that his only weakness is adapting to exactly. the quarterback style of play. That's right. Now he's played with three different quarterbacks in the same season. Mm-hmm. That ought to be tough as a receiver. But like I was mentioning, the Steelers are looking like they're kind of turning things around. Uh, yep. Maybe not so much for a Super Bowl though. Okay, not that. Here's far. my. Super Bowl bubble. Oh, just jump right into it. Good okay. segues, dude. I'm working right. on the segues. All right. They're, they're sounding all right. All right. All right. They're sounding all right. I got, all right. You. I got you. My Super Bowl bubble okay. includes, it's a little controversial. Okay. It was difficult all to right. make this Hot list. Hot takes over here. Super Bowl bubble includes the Patriots. Fair. Mm-hmm. The 49ers. They're undefeated. Okay. Had to throw them in there. Right, defense yeah. is definitely legit. I read off those numbers earlier. Okay. Don't give me that eh. Uh, the defense is legit. I don't trust Jimmy G. He's got to He's got to get a couple more TDs. The Seattle Seahawks with okay. MVP Russell Wilson. All right. 
and still the Kansas City Chiefs on my Super Bowl bubble. Mahomes is out four to six Mm -hmm. weeks. He's always going to come back on playoff time. If the Chiefs can just hold on. Matt Mm -hmm. Moore isn't terrible. He's okay. I would say he's bad. In in 2017, he backed up. uh, He was a backup for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And I think in those those last two years, 2017 or 2018, he was Mm -hmm. like two and three. Yeah, I have the stats right here. He was two and three. Uh, he threw for 1,500 pass yards, 12 touchdowns, 8 picks, mm-hmm. 62% completion in those five games. Mm-hmm. Matt Moore can hold it down. So, Pats, Niners, Seahawks, Chiefs in my bubble. Outside the bubble, in the hunt for the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, I have the Texans, okay. the Packers, okay. and the Saints. All right. And that's it. I think you're hating. You forgot a couple teams. I forgot I a couple teams. Hating. I was waiting for it. So, hit me with what you got, Sam. And then we can kind of debate. Yeah. I got, first of all, the Pats, Texans. Seahawks and Chiefs in the bubble. I got more teams in the bubble because I think you gotta you gotta put a few more. You're not mm. quite your injury stuff. Mm. So I got Pat's Texans. And I keep it real. I think the Texans are in the bubble right now. Okay. Yes, Bill O'Brien and hasn't shown anything crazy, but I think if they keep doing what they're doing, that line keeps protecting. It's gonna be tough playing against this team, and if they can get some kind of running game, it's it, this team could be dangerous. Yeah, I got the Seahawks. I got the Packers in the bubble. Okay. Aaron Rodgers finally with a defense. Yeah, that's that's pretty tough. Now their wide receiving core is right now it's so atrocious, so injured right now. I mean, they had a Lazard, I think was mm-hmm. like an, as an actual like liable threat. Yeah, like yeah. that Aaron Rodgers even won that game is something I want to talk about. But yeah, he's in the bubble right now with the Saints. I think you can't sleep on the Saints. If they're mm. winning games right now with Teddy Bridgewater, right? He, what think what they'll do with Drew Brees? Now Especially he's the old Drew time. Brees, right? But Drew Brees, healthy, mm-hmm. rested Drew Brees. Yeah. Sean Payton knows what it takes to win in a tough in a weak conference. I mean, they were one pass interference call away from going to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, they probably should have, right. but hey, that's another discussion for another time. Now, outside of the bubble, I got the 49ers. If Jimmy G can be more consistent, I definitely could put him in there. But we'll have to see if they can continue that. And the Ravens. I think the Ravens, I think Lamar Jackson still has enough talent combined with Mark Ingram, their explosiveness. I think they're your high bust, high boom right now of whether they could be in or out. They could really shock some teams or they could really in either way. Mm -hmm. And then I think in the hunt, you got the Eagles because Carson Wentz, as long as he's healthy, the Eagles are always going to be dangerous. Or maybe Nick Foles. Maybe he was the answer, but who knows. And the Bills. I think the Bills with Josh wow. Allen. I think that defense As much as you talk things. on Jimmy G and you wow. go, yeah, the Bills Car- with Josh hey, Allen. <laughs> hey, look. With Josh Allen. <laughs> they're in the hunt, okay? Jeez. I didn't say they were in there. Mm. I said in the hunt. Because they just they took the Patriots to a six-point game and almost beat them. So I, I think the Bills right now. I think they do have a chance. They're in the hunt. They're pretty far out, but as like the wild card, if like some miracle happens. Okay, I, I need to do some explaining. So, all right, back to my bubble uh-huh. with the Patriots. We'll start off with. I think it's an obvious choice yep. to have in the in the bubble. They Check. have been an obvious choice for the past five years now. Uh-huh. You can't count out Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yep. I don't care how old he is. You got to count him in the playoffs, pretty much. Exactly. The defense is a top two defense. Uh-huh. Over to the Niners. All right. Top two defense. Uh, when the offense gets Jimmy rolling. Jimmy G, though. Okay, but. Let me let me speak here. Okay, okay, right. Almost called you Austin. That's how upset I was with <laughs> I, you. That's tough. That's <laughs> tough right? Top two defense. I read yeah. off the numbers. When that offense gets rolling, we saw mm-hmm. it against the Browns. When that and I know they're not going to face the Browns in the yeah. playoffs, but and it's not even so Jimmy G. It's it's Matt Breida. Mm-hmm. It's George Breida. Kittle. Breida. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's George Kittle right. and, and T.J. Yeldon now yeah. back. You're right. When they all get on that roll, you're right. That ball is moving on the offense side, and the defense gets hype. Mm-hmm. The defense loves when the offense is moving. I saw it in that Browns game. I saw it in the mm-hmm. mic'd up 
on the mm-hmm. NFL's YouTube. 49ers look like they got something going. Okay. And they're undefeated. You can't you can't say they're not That's in the bubble. That's true, but yeah. Seattle Seahawks. I mentioned MVP mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Yep, I agree. Hasn't thrown an interception through six games. Mm-hmm. He's on a roll, obviously. The defense is holding up. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett's holding things down. Chris Carson's holding things down. The yep. Seahawks look dangerous. Kansas City Chiefs, a team that I just can't count yeah, out for some reason. Pat Mahomes is just so daggum good. Yep. Kareem Hunt coming back. No, not Kareem Hunt. Plays for the Browns now. What was I going to say? With Damian Williams coming mm-hmm. back, they even throw in Daryl Williams, Hummels. right? They even throw in Daryl Williams, the third string. LaShawn mm-hmm. McCoy looks to be holding Damian things down. Damian Williams. That's what I'm saying. Damian Williams coming yeah, back. Yeah, there's Daryl Williams and there's That's Damian what I'm saying. Damian Williams oh, coming back. Mm-hmm. And then because he was, he was still mm-hmm. like barely being utilized yep. from the injury. Um, and then Daryl Williams came in as a, mm-hmm. as the third string and then was second string with Damian out. He's looking solid. LaShawn McCoy. So they got a three man punch at running back. Tyreek Hill back now had a phenomenal game. They have Don't a, forget a, my Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. I know. I'm, I, I am getting Kelsey. there. They got Travis Kelsey. They have a phenomenal receiving core. And when Pat Mahomes is healthy, it, it's Pat Mahomes. Y'all mm-hmm. know Pat Mahomes. One I'm, call I'm also away from going to the Super Bowl. Exactly. I, I have nothing else to say on Pat. I just got to say Pat Mahomes. You know exactly yeah, everything yeah. that has hey, happened. Hey, that's my job. I got to talk The only you. issue over there is the defense. If they could have gotten Jalen Ramsey via trade, yeah, I got something. it would have been all right. But what's up? The Chiefs defense, though, we may give you that first down, but we're going to get the interception. Like, in the last couple games, I don't, I haven't got how many interceptions, but they consistently get stops, and that's over getting turnovers. They'll get sacks and stuff. Now, once you run the ball down our throats, we're done. I'm, I'm not even going to sit here and say that we're even close to getting beat. But if you try throwing against us, especially later, like late in games when mistakes happen, the Chiefs defense has really been good at getting turnovers this past year. So I'm just saying, like, yeah, run the ball it's down just the road. But once it's you just try, it's 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 gonna be tough to really mm-hmm. uh try to you gotta not be sleeping. You gotta be make sure that you you don't try to take t- chances against the Chiefs defense. And they do have the Patriots later on, on in their schedule. Yep. Hopefully Pat Mahomes can play so we can see mm-hmm. a little preview for some playoff action, most likely. Um and not Matt Moore because I think the Patriots yeah. defense will just have to smother him. Yeah. But uh, hopefully Pat Mahomes is back by then and we can see a little preview. Mm-hmm. But a Chiefs team is just a team that I can't count out. Then teams I got in the hunt for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the Texans, Deshaun Watson, MVP favorite, mm-hmm. outplays the the Chiefs, outplays mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, takes that win. That was huge in my opinion, Yeah, uh, especially in Arrowhead. Um, so why is he in not in the bubble? Is it better? Or why is, he, yeah, is he not in the bubble? Mm-hmm. So come playoff time, mm-hmm. Every human being's a different animal mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Chiefs, like I said, is just a team I can't count out. Yeah. A team I would pick over the Texans if it were yeah. the playoffs because it's just a different atmosphere. The Patriots, mm-hmm. a team I would pick over the Texans mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and a team I would pick over anybody right now mm-hmm. in the playoffs just because it's the Patriots. We know how it goes for them in the playoffs. That's true. They make it work somehow, some way. So I picked two teams from each conference mm-hmm. for my bubble just because I felt oh, like that was okay, the most fair. Okay. So I have Texans on the outside. But could you see the Texans being? But in the yes, Super Bowl? I mean, if they play like that, come mm-hmm. playoff time, I mean, yeah. we don't we don't really know about the Texans in the playoffs. Yeah. We maybe know about a wild card here and there, mm-hmm. but we don't really know about anything past that. Mm-hmm. If Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, that defense, yeah. most importantly, yeah, if they can JJ get it done, Watt. if they can get it done, mm-hmm. I mean, especially the defense because that's mm-hmm. the big thing is is playing against those elite offenses like the the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. then I mean Patriots. I, I do want to say I don't want to say the Patriots offense is elite. I want to say they're suspect. But again, Tom Brady in the playoffs knows how to get it done. Sony Michelle is starting to turn it on, though. He's starting to turn yeah, it on. So room. Texans, they just they're a little suspect All because right. they have a really good game. All they're right. having a good season. They're leading the division, but big game this mm-hmm. Sunday. We'll see another test. And then the Packers defense is great. Mm-hmm. Receiving core is hurt, but come playoff time they'll be good. Hopefully, 
But I don't know about Aaron Rodgers, man. I, I just the offense in general. Aside from the That's running backs, true. unless they want to, unless they want to run the offense through the through the run mm-hmm. game, I I don't know. It's it's looking a little suspect. And come playoff time, I know mm-hmm. they're not going to want to stick to the ground more often than not because That's they have true. a guy named Aaron Rodgers at quarterback still. But did you see that game against the Lions? That the Lions should have won. The Lions they should have won. won but it. did they? No, Alan Lazard somehow got 65 yards and one touchdown. I think the main thing is, is well, yes, to. you don't to. have no enough Devontae names. Adams, someone's step That's up. true. You don't have enough names on the offense to really trust it. But as long as you got that bad man mm-hmm. on there, I think you can carry Willem to a couple wins, especially yeah. now against the Seahawks. I don't know. Yeah. Against those tough teams later Packers, in the season. Packers offense is a little too suspect for but me. But it is like tough. The Texans defense. But the defense is there for Packers, just like how the offense is there for mm-hmm. Texans. So then the Saints, obviously we need to see when Drew Brees comes back if they can get this momentum going uh, and keep it going, I guess, with Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater winning games. Um, but really, it's just going to be that offense just doesn't look the same as last year. Kamara is not having a great season by all means. He's, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if he's he's broken 100 Well, they're missing Mark Ingram, so they're having him True. run through the tackles, which he's body you mentioned that multiple times, that. right, right. So... So Kamara's playing at a, a low yeah. level. Thomas really isn't anything crazy. He's, he's holding it down. He's having a good year. Mm-hmm. But last year, I mean, he was he was in talks for that contract, yeah. that huge contract, and it was well worth it. But, I mean, nothing crazy this yeah. year. You felt like he would maybe capitalize and just kind of put the cherry on top for mm-hmm. us all. Uh, but, yeah, when Drew Brees comes back, again, he's getting old too. We'll have to see Marcus how this playoff atmosphere can hold up back. for that offense mm-hmm. uh, for the Saints. So that's why they're kind of sitting on the outside because – the Patriots, 49ers, mm-hmm. Seahawks, they're and, and, and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. they're not complete teams either. Yeah. I'm not saying that the teams outside the bubble are, are outside the bubble because they're not complete teams yeah. because Patriots offenses look suspect. Niners quarterback Jimmy G's mm-hmm. look a little suspect. Seahawks defense, I don't know how long they're going to keep the yeah. consistency. Chiefs defense, again, mm-hmm. suspect. A lot of teams have a lot of flaws. Yeah. But really, it's all down to the eye test. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yep, just, just watching these games, exactly. looking how they play, the it factor, mm-hmm. that one guy who steps up on a consistent basis That's day true. in, day out, and who's going to hold it down from the most in the playoffs. So I went, like I said, Patriots and Irish Seahawks Chiefs, Super Bowl, or yeah, Super Bowl favorites. But then who on the Niners has that it factor? That that defense is, is something incredible. I mean, it's really, it's really the defense. The it factor, I guess, it, it, yeah, for the Niners, it's the defense. But it's just when they get the ball rolling on offense, that team is that's what gets that's what pushes me yeah. or, or helps me push them into the bubble instead mm-hmm. of sitting in the hunt because they are undefeated. Yeah. And when that offense gets rolling, it's it's nice. But it's really just that whole defense of the right. factor because I I never could have guessed that yeah, their their defense true. would be putting up the numbers and, they're putting up. And I think their offense will um run well in later in the year as it's harder to throw and you'll need to run the ball especially in the playoffs so i could definitely see the 49ers having a better offense and maybe not needing jimmy g as much but you still need a quarterback though later in games right when it gets tougher to get down the yeah. ball or when you just need to get when you need you have a two-minute drill and you need a touchdown to win, especially right. against especially high-powered time. offense against like Seahawks, yeah. Eagles, who probably they'll have to play in the playoffs, probably, and the Packers, Saints with Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. They'll definitely need some quarterback, his their quarterback, to get points right. on the board. And that's what I'm saying. They're a little suspect, but being undefeated, we we don't have any losses to judge the Niners off of. That's true, and that's all due to this defense. That's true, and that's why I, it, you can't leave them outside of that Super Bowl bubble. Mm-hmm. 
So that's really all I got for main topics. I was ready to get in predictions unless you had some other big key points to talk um, on. I'm, I'm fine with whatever. What you I got, didn't Samson? have anything crazy. Just right. want to give a shout out to my man's Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. There you go. Finally growing. Um, main reason why I did is because his passes are a lot deeper. That offense definitely seemed to be getting settled. And he is one of my favorite quarterbacks. So, you know, I had to shout him out. But that's he, about it. Nothing else He's crazy. impressed me. He got a win last yeah, week I against mean, the Falcons. I mean, it. He's impressed me a little bit more than, than what I was expecting through those first couple of weeks. It was looking yeah. a little rough. Like I had mentioned in the earlier podcast, Cliff Kingsbury was kind of shell-shocking about how many true. passes he was giving he to He was him. just like... But Kyler Murray was going to have to adjust. That's the offense he was going to have to run. It wasn't like he wasn't in that type of offense. So we played at Oklahoma. Yeah. They're kind of used to that air raid. But That's true. But I he, felt like he, he was a little shell-shocked for an NFL yeah. rookie to just be throwing 50 passes a game like that, to not be really utilizing David Johnson like they should have been. I know he wasn't 100%, yeah. but still... Even now, it's looking a little, looking a little then, sus. And the last thing is Gardner Minshew. The magic is finally over. Mm. First L against the Saints, thirteen to six. And this was harder, hard to see. Like they, it was so close, and you just feel like the, he would get the job done, and right. he just didn't. Forty-eight percent completion rate, one hundred sixty-three yards, one interception, and they, and it was mostly the Saints and their pressure. I mean, they put a uh, yeah, rookie quarterback under pressure, three sacks, and not that much, but it was mostly dropbacks. He had to make really tough throws, and against an elite defense, that they really shut down Minshew. And I mean, it was obviously a defensive game, thirteen to six. Right. So we'll have to see if Minshew can bounce back. Um, kind of sad to see the mustache go down, but yeah, you got to lose sometime. Yeah, but yeah, no, I finally play like a backup quarterback. <laughs> That's tough, but so, yeah, I'm ready to get ready for predictions. All right, uh, I'm gonna start Eagles Cowboys. I think I mentioned this earlier. I'm picking the Eagles. Cowboys have lost two straight. They're looking real rough. I mean, they're yeah, they lost two straight. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. But Wait, the Cowboys Dak have Pres- lost three straight. Oh, is it three? Yeah, they've lost oh. three straight. Oh, they started off three. Yeah, that's three straight. Yeah, I was gonna Stephen say I felt like something was up. Laughing at right, him. right, right. Cowboys on three again, lose streak. Uh Dak Prescott, I don't know if he's gonna be able to hold down versus the Eagles defense. Eagles defense look like they're stepping it up. It's I, in Dallas. This is but. my coin flip of the week. Okay. Uh I honestly don't know who could win. This one is hard to pick because one side you got a good a Super Bowl winning quarter a quarterback. I'm not quarterback, coach. And a great quarterback in Carson Wentz, MVP candidate earlier in the year, um, so last year. So I think he, they definitely have the talent to come together, beat the Cowboys on the road. Uh, they have to see if their wide receivers can keep track of the ball, hold on to the ball, because they're known for dropping it often. Um, but against the Cowboys, who have a decent secondary, that's still a good defense. It's not like a top five, but it's still like a top 10, top 15. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Eagles will get stopped early and if they can make a comeback, especially on the road. Um, and against a good run game, a great great running back in Ezekiel Elliott, top five running back right there with Dak Prescott, who has been a bit inconsistent. So we'll have to see if he can throw well against a really hurt uh, Eagles secondary. They have Ronald Darby out a couple other guys who are hurt so their secondary is weak so it'll i the cowboys should win this game but i feel like the eagles have what marco said that it factor mm-hmm. and then maybe they i mean they're on I a think, roll they're hot I mean, cowboys are a prime time hot. game i think they'll go all out and i think the division rival so i think and they want to put their enemy in the ground i mean if yeah. they get this win it's going to be a pretty big emotional jump and not only in the standings but mentally so i think i give the eagles this win Rams versus Falcons. I think this is an obvious choice as much as we bash on the Rams, but they bring in Jalen Ramsey to just help 
bash in the Atlanta Falcons this week. I'm picking the Rams. The Falcons have been terrible all season. They continue to be terrible. They lose to the Cardinals. I'm picking the Rams. I think it's an obvious choice. I, I, I'm This may be a cheeky pick, but I got to go with the Falcons oh. on this one. They were a two-point conversion away from winning last week's game. Yes, okay. it was against Cardinals. Um, they're at home. I think Falcons are sick of losing. The Rams right now are reeling. They still haven't figured out the whole team on the road. Falcons are pretty good at home. And uh, I think right now Austin Hooper is starting to show tight end. He's starting to become – he's starting to put up elite numbers. And I think that Matt Ryan may pull a comeback on this team. They might get down early. But I think the Rams right now don't know what they want to do. And I think with trying to bring in new running backs like Henderson, rookie yeah. off the bench, trying to figure out what to do. Well, Henderson's been kind of holding it down as a backup. That's back. true. I mean, he's been he's – been He's, up he's been okay. But I feel like they just haven't – Mm-hmm. Like McVay is right now. They don't know what to do know. with Jared Goff. Exactly. And that's what it is. Exactly. And that defense right now, adjusting with Jalen Ramsey, I mean, he might play well in this game. He might not. But right now, I trust uh, Falcons at home in this So, one. yeah, I, I agree. The Rams offense is looking a little suspect. I'll keep on going back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might name the episode a little suspect. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and we, we, we bashed on Jared Goff enough this podcast. Yeah. But that defense, and they add Jalen Ramsey, it's going to be too much for the, the Falcons right. offense. The Falcons, it's, it's just been terrible all yeah, season. Don't forget Calvin Ridley, Julio I don't Jones. Care. Uh, yeah, okay, we can remember Still those guys, good. but we can also remember that they're what one and five now. So All right. we'll have to see. Bills versus Dolphins. Obvious pick here. I'm going with the Bills. The defense yep. is elite. Dolphins are the worst team in the league. Obvious pick. Going with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's a little easy, but it's my lock of the week. Um, well, we'll get into the reason why it's not the Patriots. But yeah, I think at home the Bills get it done yeah, off of the bye. I get arrested. Yeah, Definitely I didn't even go think of that. The Bills. Jags versus Bengals. I'm going with the Jaguars. Bengals, again, similar situation as the Dolphins and Falcons, in my opinion. They haven't won a game all year just like the Dolphins, and they remind me a lot of the Falcons. They yeah. just, they have some weapons here and there, but they just can't figure it out. Easy pick, picking the Minshew magic over the, yep. the Bengals. Bengals have been absolutely terrible. Hopefully Minshew gets his mojo back in this game on the road. I think he'll get it done. Um, and, yeah, we'll have to see if Fournette can put up numbers against his defense, too. Um, they'll hopefully they'll try out some new things, figure out their kinks against this uh, offense, and figure out a defense without Jalen Ramsey. Right. You know they still got some, you, like you said, Tyler Boyd. So they got some okay weapons on this Bengals offense. So hopefully the secondary can use this week to work out the kinks as they lose a pretty good cornerback, top two in the league, maybe best one. So, but yeah, the Jags definitely win this one on the road. Next game here, and I just I just was looking through my predictions, and I found my lock of the week. I forgot that Bills-Dolphins oh, game okay. wasn't my lock. We'll get to it later. But right now, my coin flip of the week, the Lions versus the Vikings. Okay. And I'm going with the Lions. All right. A little bit of, a, little bit of an edge. But I've been, I've been talking high on the Lions these past couple of episodes. They should have beat the Packers. They had, what, two or three false penalties. And they were, they were close. Now, yes, I know. They should have beat them, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Packers won. It was still close. So the Lions mm-hmm. put up a good fight. Lions looking solid. Mm-hmm. Defense is good. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, Matt Stafford's been playing consistent, mm-hmm. something we haven't seen from him in years now. Um, and Carryon Johnson and and that receiver, always forget his name. Galladay, Kenny Gall- Galladay. Kenny Galladay is an elite receiver. Okay, he is a no, number he is one not. receiver. He's not I have elite. seen him make he is plays. A number one, but. I have seen him make plays that top twenty and beyond receivers cannot oh. make. Galladay, he's, Galladay he has, has, has made his way into the top fifteen. I would say. I haven't sat down and made a list, so I don't want to. That's quote true, me but he has been he has been pretty good. He has been making elite plays, and that's only helped uh, Stafford stay consistent. Vikings <laughs> offense a little suspect. 
I'm going to keep going All back right. to it. Oh. They're, little, they're really inconsistent. That's true. And I don't know how well Kirk Cousins can play on a consistent basis. Again, it's it's really all in Kirk Cousins because Dalvin Cook is the top five leading rusher in the league in rushing mm-hmm. yards. Uh, Stephon Diggs goes ahead and snacks three touchdown catches. Yep. We all know Thielen. yards. We all know Thielen's an absolute beast mm-hmm. when he gets the ball in his hands. The defense has been doing their thing. Uh-huh. Again, kind of like the or kind of like the Los Angeles Rams. All mm-hmm. goes down the quarterback. If Kirk Cousins can can really really play, yeah, they they definitely have a shot at being the Lions. I'm gonna go with the Lions just because I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm going with the Vikings on this one. Um, it's hard to pick Vikings on the road because right now they're undefeated at home. So when they're on the road, they're a bit shaky. And Kenny Gall- Galladay is a sneaky good wide receiver. I don't think he's quite elite, but he I would give him top fifteen. He is a good wide receiver. Uh, I think right now though. The Lions don't have that good of a pass rush, and if Kenny, uh, Kenny really, Kirk Cousins is protected, I think he can tear up most off defenses. Uh, he has Stephon Diggs, and yes, Darius Slay is on the other team, but he has two good wide receivers because he's got Adam Thielen, still has Kyle Rudolph, and if they can run that ball, I, I think definitely the Vikings do get this win on the road. Unless they get pressure on Kirk Cousins, then I could see the Lions winning, but right now I believe Vikings get this W. Next game, Packers versus Raiders. I have to go with the Packers. It's another kind of coin flip, close to being a coin flip. Oh, I give okay. it 60-40. The Raiders look like they're on a roll. The offense is looking hot mm-hmm. um, for you know for the season being. Um, for the yeah. first few games, they were looking like we all would have expected. And now they're, they're figuring things out. Defense uh-huh. is figuring things out. But I have to go with the Packers. Defense is top five in the league. Offense looks like they've kind of found their footing. The running backs are absolutely dominating. I'm going with the Packers. If the Raiders had Antonio Brown and a bit better of a defense, I could talk myself into this win, but they don't have either. And I think the Packers, right now, Josh Jacobs, right now, he's mostly the main point of this offense. And I think because he's the main focus, it's pretty easy to game plan for this because Derek Carr, yes, they have a great tight end in Waller. Can't remember his first. I think it's Darian Waller, but I'm not quite sure. So he does have a couple weapons. Oh, Darren. Darren Waller. Uh, but I think that that offense isn't good enough yet. They do they do make some up. They do have some little spunkiness. A little you know there's you can there's a little there's there's a little being underrated. You know they can surprise a couple people, but I don't think they'll surprise them at uh, on Lambeau against the Packers, who at home they're really tough to beat. Aaron Rodgers, yes, he is a little banged up, but I think he'll get it done again with a good defense. Another possible coin flip of the week, the Houston Texans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Big divisional matchup. It's in Indianapolis. The Texans are hot. The Colts are hot. Yep. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Texans, Samson. All right. I feel like you're going to pick the Colts here. Uh, But, again, I don't know if I have 100% faith in Jacoby Brissett. He's played well. He's played great, especially for being a backup quarterback at heart. He's played great. Marlon Mack, his consistency is a little low. The defense consistency mm-hmm. is definitely low because they they just stomped the the Chiefs offense yep. a couple weeks ago, only allowing 13 points. Yep, it's in Indianapolis. If they let the home crowd get them hyped up, if the defense can play like they did against Kansas City, I mean both these teams have yep. beat Kansas City this season. That's huge. I'm picking the Texans just because of Deshaun Watson being right. an MVP candidate. And just how hot they are right now. Yeah, I gotta apologize to all my uh, Colts fans because we know a couple of friends who are Colts fans, mm-hmm. and yeah, I gotta go with the Texans on this one. I right now we have Deshaun Watson as my at least my pick right now for MVP. I think right now he is right probably. 
going to win this game with like three, four touchdowns maybe because so far that uh, secondary for the Colts hasn't really shown up. Yes, they did shut down with uh, shut down the Mahomes, but that was when he was kind of injured. He I wasn't making his throws. They were way off. So I, re- I don't trust that. Um, Colts and also their secondary is kind of banged up so I think with a healthy uh, Deshaun Watson with great wide receivers and sure Jacoby Brissett is going to play well but or he has been playing well especially as a backup but with that pressure the pass rush with J.J. Watt uh, I think that the Texans can get to him and make him make some bad throws so on at home I think the Colts take this L. Next game an absolutely useless game the Cardinals versus the Giants (laughs) I'm going with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, I've been liking his play lately. Same thing with Larry Fitzgerald. That's true. They come off a win against the Falcons. The Giants, everyone's hurt on that team, it seems like. I'm going mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. Yeah, I'll definitely go with the Cardinals in this one, too. Um, I'll have to see when Saquon Barkley can come back. Oh, I did see that he's coming back this Sunday. Oh, That all right. might actually push them over the edge to beat the Cardinals. Saquon's a big focal point on the offense. That's true with Danny but, Dimes. I already picked the Cardinals. I'll stick with yeah, it. Yeah, I'll still go stick with Cardinals, mostly because I think Kyler Murray is starting to figure out this offense. I think Cliffs Kinsbury, they're starting to mesh together, starting to get what, um, how his offense translates to the NFL. So I think that um, with Kyler Murray adjusting to the speed of these uh, older guys, I think he'll get this win against the Giants. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Washington Redskins. Redskins coming off their first win, but this is my lock of the week. I've talked high on the Niners' podcast. I'm going to continue to do it. The defense is going to smother the Redskins. Easy pick here. My lock of the week, the Niners over the Redskins. Uh, Yeah, I I could see this being as a lock. Uh, 49ers definitely. um, Hopefully this will be the game that Jimmy G can um, build his confidence and start to step up in this offense. So it gives uh, Kyle Shanahan even more weapons to work with. Because right now, if Shanahan can figure out a way to have Jimmy G also throwing great as long as along with the misdirection of Brita and all the run game, it'll be a really tough team to stop with that really good defense. I could see them continuing to be undefeated on the road. Next game, Chargers versus Titans. Another coin flip almost. Now, Titans are playing Ryan Tannehill instead of Mariota. We haven't seen a lot of play from Tannehill recently. Obviously, Mariota being the starter for this team throughout the start of the season. Um, Tannehill was just starting to get good, though, in Miami when the uh, Dolphins traded him. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I feel weird picking them, though. They're the most predictable team in the league, uh, and they, they continue to be consistently predictable. Yeah. They they have, And Keenan Allen came out uh, retweeting a tweet saying, how are the Chargers uh, you know, playing the same game every single game? And he's yeah. like, I hear you. I know. I don't know what the deal is. we got to figure something out. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I just All feel right. like they're the better team than the Titans, as bad as they have been mm-hmm. recently. I think they're on a two-game lose streak, maybe even three. They've looked a little rough, mm-hmm. but I don't have a lot of faith in Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, if, yeah, both of these teams are known, for, at least this past season, for choking. And right now, I think, though, because Mariota is hurt, it won't be as close as a game. And so I, that's why I do give the Chargers this win with uh, healthy charge, with healthy across the board. And um, But we'll have to see if Tannehill can maybe resurrect his career. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen, at least not in this game. So, yeah, I do think that the Chargers are also going to win. Hopefully Melvin Gordon can bounce back from this past week because he looked pretty bad. Yeah. Saints versus Bears. Mitch Trubisky is optimistic to play Sunday. But even if he does, I'm picking the Saints. They're super hot. They're on a roll. But I could definitely see the Bears take it. I mean, again, defense is there. They've been healthy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but even if Trubisky plays, I just think the Saints are the better team still. I'm going with the Saints. I think this will be a good week to watch uh, Teddy Bridgewater and see the steps he's made because it'll be a pretty good defense he'll be playing against. And we'll have to see if um, Sean Payton will be able to take the pressure off of him and put it onto the rest of the teammates like Tyson Hill, who they seem to like putting like different kinds of plays, confusing the defense, and we'll have to see how the defense reacts to that. Um, but if Teddy Bridgewater can come out the victor in this one, I think that uh, the Saints will be pretty tough to stop. And uh, the, and right now, if, even which even with Mitch Trubisky, I think this defense will uh, the offense Bears offense will definitely struggle against an elite defense like the Saints. That's so. what I'm saying. We're probably going to see three or four Bears turnovers yeah. on the offensive side. We're probably going to see Cam Jordan get to Trubisky or Chase yeah. Daniel a couple of times. That'll be the big thing is the Bears turnovers on offense. Yeah. So I definitely think the Saints will win this game. Seahawks versus Ravens, big game for both teams. Uh, it, it's. It's a hard game to pick. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Again, yeah. Russell Wilson hasn't thrown an interception all year. My MVP favorite. Ravens are coming off of only a six-point win versus the Bengals. They're kind of having to switch this, the, the, the flow of the offense now. Now we're, we're seeing that offensive line collapse a little bit more than it was in the first few games of the yep. season. And now Lamar Jackson is having to utilize his, his run game, which is fine. He's mm-hmm. a great running quarterback. Like you mentioned earlier, first to have 200 and 150 in mm-hmm. a regular season game or something like that. Um and they just need to figure it out, figure out how to win now yep. and win big mm-hmm. um, and, and win against good teams like the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And once they figure that out, then I'll, I'll think about it, but I'll, I'm going with the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, this will definitely be a statement win for the Ravens if they can get this win on the road because beating Seattle in Seattle is really hard. Like that yeah, uh, stadium is loud. I mean, they definitely bring on the pressure. So I think Russell Wilson will get it done at home. Right now he's on fire. It seems like he can do no wrong. And uh, hopefully he can. I think he'll carry this team even with a kind of shaky defense. Uh, We'll have to see. I think um, Wilson is built for a shootout. He can can, um, hang with the best of them. And this will definitely be a test to see if he can carry this, continue to carry this team even in the playoffs. So, yeah, I could definitely go with the Seahawks, though. And last but not least, Patriots versus the Jets. Obviously going to pick the Patriots here. Much better team. The Jets are coming off of a good win. I'm not going to lie. They beat the Cowboys. Yes, sure. Cowboys were going in that game on a two-game lose streak. But, again, they have a big issue at head coach. Jets took advantage. Yep. Sam Darnold had a good game. Receivers look great. Defense looked great, as they should. The Jets' defense, we've, we've talked good on the Jets' yep. defense all year. We've been there for the Jets' D, and they, and they capitalize on that. Uh, I think I just have to pick the Patriots here. I don't think anyone... And and the last three years have said Jets over Patriots, or the last fifteen years for that matter, have said Jets over Patriots. So I'm obviously picking the Patriots here. Well, Marco, I think you're witnessing history. Oh my goodness! It's just as I up, say up, that. Up, 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 set of the week. Oh, I'm going with the Jets. All right, look, I think the Bills already tested the Patriots at home. Okay. And I think the Jets, with Sam Darnold back, with those great wide receivers, I think they can stretch that really talented. I really like the secondary. Probably one of my favorite, probably will end up being one of my favorite groups of all time. Uh, but I think with all these weapons and with maybe the Patriots overestimating, yes, they're known for their culture, but they're still human beings. They still think, oh, it's just the Jets. So with all these weapons, I do think they can stretch out that defense, give them with give them different looks, maybe pound the ball one drive, maybe have an air raid next drive. And I think this defense is a little underrated. Jamal Adams, great leader. They got some decent weapons on that um, defense. So I think they can stop uh, Tom Brady. And if the, this high-powered offense right now, 
now doesn't show in the stats, but it does have can be high powered against this defense at home. I think the Jets do get this upset of the week. And one quick note. I did pick the Broncos over my Chiefs. Uh, oh, little, I picked the Chiefs, to be honest tough. with you. I, I did pick the Chiefs. I kind of did pick the Broncos because I love I love you guys' offense. And um, I just, I just oh. felt like on the road, oh. I didn't I didn't think the Chiefs were going to win it. But, hey, look, I hey, it's a Honest win-win man. situation Honest for me. Yeah, Either I'm right true. or my team wins. So, but yeah. Well, that's all we got for today. Thank you guys for tuning in to Episode 5. Uh, we should have maybe another episode Monday over yep. NBA. We'll NBA see how that goes. Stuff. Now that I've joined Communique, LeBron I don't know making how the scheduling is going to work. But not yeah, the brightest moves. LeBron, China doesn't like LeBron right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Tough situation. Uh, but yeah, maybe look forward to an episode on Monday, possibly. Again, thank you guys for tuning in to episode five of our NFL episodes. I think episode six total now. Yep. Um, and we'll catch you later. <laughs>